Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. It is now the 23rd day of June, 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from Newbury Comics. Newbury Comics, the wonderful comic book store, video store, CD store, memorabilia store, located in Boston, Massachusetts, just down the street from Fenway Park, the home of the Boston Red Sox. As I'm doing my sentimental tour of the Northeast, I have found myself in Newbury Comics. And one of the big reasons I'm here in Newbury Comics is because of my kids. Now, my kids have become big comic book fans, big comic book readers, big, you know, superhero fans. You know, they can't get enough of Batman and Spider-Man and X-Men and Avengers and Superman and Wonder Woman, all those things. And, and, you know, it's funny that there's part of me that I've said that I have uh, a little, I don't want to say disappointed, I'm not disappointed in my kids at all, but I'm, uh, I kind of wish one of them would become a huge baseball fan, because, you know, it would be fun to share baseball with my kids, but, you know, we're going to go to the game tonight, and they'll dutifully be there, and they'll clap and everything, but they're just not into it the same way that I am, and I, you know, I accept that. Now, when I was growing up in New England, there were two things that got my attention and got my brother's attention, which were, you know, we loved, well, three things. We loved movies, we loved baseball, and we loved comic books. And we would come to a place like, like if this was a big place we'd come to, it was Newbury Comics. And we'd come down from Weston, down to Boston, or down to see the comic book stores in Cambridge, and we would come down here and we would just devour comics. And we were big DC fans. I know a lot of people were Marvel fans, but we were big DC fans. And we would just eat up, we would eat it up. We would eat up, you know, we would read Batman, we would read Detective Comics, which featured Batman, uh, World's Finest, Superman, Green Lantern, uh, Teen Titans was a big one. There were limited series that were going on that Crisis on Infinite Earths was big. And this was when we were coming down here as we were introduced really to uh, the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns and, and Watchmen and all these things that were coming out around that time. Uh, um, Arkham Asylum came out a little bit later. But we just, this was a big place for it. I'm seeing my kids kind of doing the same thing. Now, uh, I'm going to do a, we, I recorded another podcast, which I'm going to play later in, in the week at the Boston Museum of Science. My kids, when they get into something, they're not subtle. My kids, when they are engaged in a show, a branch of science, uh, uh, comic book characters, they go from knowing nothing to knowing everything, like instantly. Which is why I was hoping that baseball would run along those paths as well. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, I'm seeing a lot of me 
while I'm watching these guys wander around, they picked up a Green Lantern comic, they got into that, you know, my son Matty got into a big superhero, uh, uh, Superman comic book that came out like this anthology, and I said, do you want to get it? Do you want to buy it? And he said, yeah. Now, the interesting thing is that I'm walking in here, and a lot of the things that capture my eye and capture my attention are things that are kind of the same thing that were here when I was here in the 1980s. I mean, I have, I see up here, like, uh, there's a Jaws poster, and they had, they had a Jaws action figure from, you know, Quint, from Jaws, a Robert Shaw character. If I have to explain to you who Quint is, I really don't know what to tell you. And there's Star Wars posters, and there's Batman posters. It was all kind of the same thing that I had expected that I would be watching. You know, if, if I came in, if it was a time warp, really the main things that would seem different. What is that? Would be something like, you know, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, uh, and the different versions of Batman. Like they'd have like the Michael Keaton Batman, the Christian Bale Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman, and there'd be something like I'm looking at. There's a Heisenberg shirt here, so it'd be things like from Breaking Bad. But uh, you know, for the most part. Uh, most of the stuff here is the same. And that's kind of a strange sort of uh, a place where time is kind of stopped on this, on this, basically this fortress of nostalgia that is Newbury Comics. And what, and I kind of felt that there was, we see that as the, comic book age, the people who are enthusiastic about comic books, they are the ones who are, loved them as kids, but as they grew up, they kind of demanded that the comic books grew up with them, that they couldn't be caught reading a kiddie comic book, so they had to read something like Dark Knight Returns or something that is super serious and, and is more mature, and you have, even calling it a graphic novel as opposed to a comic book, is a sign of like, all right, I can't admit that I'm doing a comic, I'm reading a damn comic book, but, uh, you know, maybe, just maybe I could read a graphic novel, and that's okay. Kind of reminds me a little bit of some of the arrested development that takes place in baseball. And when, you know, you see a lot of the, the, concern that people have that, you know, are younger fans going, is it just, is it an older audience that's skewing? I wonder how much is similar in terms of a, of fans of baseball being older and not really letting go, but wanting it to mature with them. You know, the idea of, you know, you're a kid, I'm reading comic books and, and watching baseball games. But like, oh, no, no, now I'm, I'm doing for my fantasy league, or I'm, or I'm, I'm a collector. I mean, that's what the thing when, when you know, baseball cards, like, no, no, I'm a collector, I'm investment, these are investments. Because, you know, you, the, the, the finest investors in the world always are, are looking up for, you know, baseball cards and comic books. You know, there's a sense of when you're in a place like this, that it's almost like a safe place. It's like a safe haven. Like, all right, it's okay. You know, you feel free to wear your Wonder Woman t-shirt. Feel free to wear a Pokemon jersey. And I, I wonder how much overlap there is between 
I guess in Boston, everyone would be following the Red Sox, but how much overlap there is from people who are diehard sports fans and people who are diehard comic book readers. And I'm going to call it comic book readers because I don't like, I've never, I've never really liked the term graphic novel. Okay, for a little bit I liked graphic novel and I was around 15 or 16 when, you know, puberty hit and you didn't want to be like, no, I don't read comic books, no, 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 these are intelligent, these are graphic novels. But, you know, it always kind of struck me that when I'm, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be in this place of that reminds me of my youth and that being Newbury Comics and seeing people in that state of I won't grow up, that little Peter Pan-ness. I won't grow up, but I'll, but, I'll, but I'll adapt because you can't enjoy things exactly the same way you did when you're 9 or 10 years old because, well, you know, they'll call the cops. And then I'm going to go to Fenway Park. And I swear when I go there, you're going to be grown men and grown women who are going to be wearing uniforms of players. And they're going to have, like, some are going to have Big Poppy's number on the back, and some are going to have Pedroia's number, some are going to have, um, you know, there'll be their Pedro Martinez's and the Ted Williams's and the Wade Boggs's and the Jim Rice's and the Yaz's and the Fisk's. And I'm guessing there won't be a lot of Pablo Sandoval shirts being worn there tonight. But it's basically going to be the same thing. It's, I'm doing this because it's what I did when I was a kid. And I'm not letting go of this. And I'm going to get dressed up. There is no difference between wearing Big Poppy's jersey and wearing Batman shirt. There is no difference between waving a Red Sox pennant or holding up a sign with some sort of forced acronym for Nesson and being here and saying, oh, check it out. They have the Golden Age Green Lantern as a figurine. By the way, I've just looked over and my sons have now discovered there's a Doctor Who section here. I don't know if I created a a Venn diagram of how many people are Doctor Who fans and how many of them are baseball fans. I guess in, ba in Boston it would probably be a larger number than most people. But that's another thing. Doctor Who was big when I was a kid. There were kids who loved Doctor Who. That's been on since then. And then you go to Fenway Park and, and the things that they have in baseball to press those buttons, to press those tiny buttons of this is what you love growing up, you're still a kid. You're still loving this. You haven't, don't grow up. Is, you see that here, and you see that at the souvenir store. You're going to see that at Twins Enterprises in Fenway Park. And in fact, what I'm going to do for the second half of this podcast is I'm going to go to the souvenir store outside of Fenway Park and I'm going to compare and contrast the experience to being here at Newbury Comics. Because do you know what it is? It's about not letting go of your youth. Okay, I am now standing in what used to be called Twins Enterprises. And it is now called the Red Sox Team Store. Now let me tell you something. I'm about to be exactly what I always rail against on this show. And that is someone who's saying, oh no, 
something's different. Something's different than how I remember it as a child. But I, there is something here that made me, my heart kind of like sink a little bit and be a little disappointed by it. Let me tell you what it is. This place is gigantic. It's huge. It's, it's uh, uh, this whole building. It's filled with every Red Sox hat, Red Sox jacket, Red Sox shirt, stuffed Wally the Green Monster toys, uh, you know, the, the T-shirts, memorabilia, pictures from 2004, pictures from 2007, pictures from 2013, lots of pictures from, you know, in the past, in those years where they came so close. But everything here, with the exception of a pocket here and a pocket there, is Red Sox. And it's, you know, it's the, they're trying to, you know, it's just open up this huge thing people are milling about. And just like in Newbury Comics, you see a bunch of people about my age, a bunch of kids as well, who are buying the, the, the different shirts and everything so they can be dressed up as their favorite players. There is a Pablo Sandoval jersey here. I can't imagine it's a huge seller. Now, the thing that is so different now than what I used to see when I came down here was, this was called Twins Enterprises, and as you can probably tell by the name, it, it wasn't associated with the Minnesota Twins, but it wasn't the official store of the Red Sox. The official store of the Red Sox was called uh, the Lansdowne Shop, which was in Fenway Park, and that was a smaller place, and there you can get your up-to-date hats and everything. That's where you got, I used to get a catalog there. But the thing about Twins Enterprises is that it was every team. You saw every hat. You saw every uniform. You saw all the old hats, all the out-of-date hats. You, and when I was a kid, I used to ask for, like for my birthday and for Christmas time, they would have these pullover uniforms. They were basically like T-shirts. Well, they're 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 kind of polyester T-shirts that were replicas of the um, uniforms. And I liked them for all different teams. It wasn't just the Red Sox. I liked to have you know the A's one I wore all the time. I loved the Astros one. My brother liked the Cardinals one. Yes, we had a Yankee one. We had a Mets one. We had a Dodger one, we had Expo, Blue Jays. We had all these different uh, teams, and we would just get the hats. And I used to look around and go like, oh, my God, that's like an old St. Louis Browns hat. That's an old, you know, that's an old, uh, uh, there was sometimes I looked at it and go like, I don't know what that hat is. And it would be a Seattle Pilots hat. And they, have the old, they would have old yearbooks from different teams as well. And so this was kind of... The way that Newbury Comics was a place for all sorts of nostalgia, whatever the movie is, whatever the comic is, whatever the music is, this was a place to experience that for baseball. But now it's just Red Sox. And I look at it, I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm here, and the Red Sox are obviously a well-funded team. And uh, it is bustling here just before game time at Fenway Park. So needless to say, whatever their business model they have here, it's kind of working. But I'm not going to lie to you. The fact that this is going to sound like I'm being very strange here, especially as a lifelong Red Sox fan who has traveled from California wanting to see a game here. 
but kind of doesn't feel right. I wanted to see hats and shirts from all the different teams and all over the place. But then again, as I said before, there's a little bit of me clinging to the pastor because the need for a place to see hats, to see uniforms like that, is gone. So you can go find them on the internet. The part of the reason, part of the draw of this store for me is this is the one place where you would see that, where you can buy it in the world. There wasn't a, you know, there wasn't like an online, there wasn't Amazon or something you could buy this on. This was Amazon. Twins Enterprises was Amazon. Because if you wanted to order it, if you, if you wanted to order it by mail, they are going to mail it from Boston. So now that doesn't exist and you have the Cooperstown collection, you can find all sorts of things on MLB.com. And so the need for a Twins Enterprises, well, let me put it this way. I see a bunch of kids here who are about the same age as I was when we were going here. And I don't see the need for them to see a place to find a hat or something because they can do that online. This is a place for, hey, they've, they've, they cut off Yawkey Way and there's kind of like a street party here and they want to divert people in here to buy a Pedro Martinez shirt or to buy a Farewell Big Poppy shirt. There isn't a need for what Twins Enterprises used to be. So while I step back in time for the timeless thing that was, the timeless place that was Newbury Comics, Twins and, and that place still exists and that place still serves the same function. Alas, Twins Enterprises isn't there. So while there is a sense of time stopping and yeah, some of the old posters from Twins Enterprises are still hanging up here. Do you know what? Part of me realizes, yeah, that part's gone. That part's gone. And maybe things are better now and you know, maybe things are are more convenient and maybe you'll see people wearing different hats and anything when they don't need to come to a place like this but having it all in one place that you can walk around and it's visceral and you can see it you can hold it you can touch it you can reach out I'm not going to lie to you that had a lot of value that had a value that was oh I don't know felt a little more special than just ordering it online but then again, I'm an old guy. I've got gray in my beard. And with that in mind, I'm going to now take my kids who are wondering what the heck their daddy is doing recording podcasts in comic book stores and in souvenir stores. And we're going to take our tickets. Guys, let's go in the ballpark. Let's play ball. By the way, it's not a souvenir of the game that started yet. Wait a second. My son, what did you say? Well, how... Why are we in a souvenir store? The game hasn't started yet. You get souvenirs after the game. Good point. You know what? I think he's right. Well, then what the heck am I doing here? I'll tell you what you should be doing. You should be going to SullyBaseball.com. You should like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. You can be old school. Send me an email at info at SullyBaseball.com. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski from all over Boston. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for what the heck day is it? Well, I'm recording this on the day of June 22nd, but it'll be the podcast for June 23rd. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Hey, buddy, what can people call me? Sully. You can call me Sully.
Let's go in.